Have you ever had a favorite radio show, talk show, or podcast where even though you had never met the host, you liked and trusted them anyway? I used to listen to the Bobby Bone Show, and even though I had never met Bobby, Eddie, Amy, or Lunchbox, I felt as though I knew them. When Amy gave a recipe for a green smoothie, you'd better believe I was gonna try it. We all know that building relationships is the key to business growth, but what if instead of building relationships one by one, we could build them by the dozens, hundreds, or maybe even thousands? Public speaking has the ability to increase our influence exponentially. Listen to this episode to find out how you can own that stage. bosses. Are you working even after putting the kids to bed, but still not getting results? Are you tired of spending money on ads that aren't getting engagement? Do you feel burdened that you aren't fulfilling your purpose in life because you are so consumed with work? I'm your host, Brooke Boltz. I'm an attorney and founder of Boltz Legal. I started my business and in one year was bringing in seven figures and am now bringing in multi seven figures. And I'm your co-host, Rachel Boltz, owner of Boltz Media. I've helped many businesses build their online presence and increase their revenue through digital marketing. Want to hear how we did it? We are here to help you achieve your goals personally, professionally, and spiritually. So kick off your high heels. Sit back and let's ignite that passion. We're Miss Biz, where we're putting the Miss in Biz. Let's get biz done. Did you know that the fear of public speaking is the world's number one phobia and is believed to affect about 75% of people across the globe? That number to me is mind-blowing because out of everything that is complained about spiders snakes claustrophobia public speaking is the highest according to Chris Anderson author of the book TED talk the reason why we are often so scared of speaking in front of a crowd isn't that there is a giant spider hidden on the podium or that the audience is bearing knives ready to attack if we don't impress. We are often anxious to speak in public because there is something at stake, which is our reputation. We value what others think about us a lot. We crave the respect, the support, and the affection of others. And our future happiness depends on people liking us to some degree. So we've come to believe that what happens on a public stage can either make or break us. Fortunately, when it comes to public speaking, you can use your fear as an incredible asset. With the right mindset, you can turn your fear into the motivation that will persuade you to prepare for a talk properly. So in terms of Brooke, she is an excellent public speaker. She goes on stage and she just has this natural gift and ability to captivate the audience's attention. Not only are they paying attention, but it's so quiet, 
most of the time is so quiet you can hear a pin drop which really is an art and a skill because a lot of times in uh, in these big conventions or events people are still carrying on conversation so when you can take away all distractions and make people focus on just you and really listen to what the, the message that you're trying to convey, that is a true gift. So I'm super excited for today's episode um, so that we can hear all the great information and insights that Brooke has to share. Thank you so much for that, Rachel. And public speaking has become something that I really enjoy. And so I've put together kind of this outline of what I call the anatomy of a winning speech so that you can create speeches that you can feel comfortable and confident about presenting. First, I wanna dispel the myth that the ability to speak publicly is an innate talent given to only a select few. It's actually a broad ranging set of skills that can be learned. So if you believe that you just don't have the knack for it, that is not true. You can hone that skill and become a talented public speaker in the same way that anyone else can. No matter how low you currently rate your ability to speak in front of a crowd, there are things you can do to not only improve that, but to become excellent at it. So in addition to just planning your speech though, you want to plan your introduction. You want there to be anticipation and credibility that's built before you ever take the stage. So choose a person to introduce you, preferably someone you know well and who has an authentic enthusiasm. So you might have guessed it, anytime I give a public speech, Rachel Boltz is who gives me an introduction. She is incredible at it, and I'll let you tell her, or her tell you a little bit about how that experience has been for her. But you want someone who's gonna be enthusiastic, but also be able to speak from the heart about you. You can write the introduction for them. If they're not, if they're someone who just doesn't know what to say, but has the skill set to say it well, then you can write it for them. It should be impactful and highlight your biggest successes, but also be short enough that it can be memorized or stated without reading it, utilizing bullet points or something like that. If possible, as you come to the stage, play pump up music. That helps build the anticipation of your speech as well. But if that's not possible in the venue where you are, then your person who introduces you needs to be especially energetic as they announce your name. And that kind of looks like, and now, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage and just really be energetic and full of enthusiasm. Yes, so when Brooke first started having me introduce her, I was completely petrified, and I didn't necessarily want to say that to her because I didn't want to complain. And at the end of the day, if Brooke asks me to do something, I'm gonna do it, and I'm gonna do it with a smile on my face. So what kind of helped me is she gave me some pointers of things to say, but also, I know her very well. Um, so it was a, a topic that I was very comfortable with doing. It was something that I can rehearse and if I can't memorize it, I can at least remember the majority of it. 
um, and just being able to for me to feel the emotion like when I think about Brooke I think of someone I care about very much someone I believe in um, someone that I trust so of course I can introduce her with enthusiasm and excitement regardless of how nervous I may, may have been when I initially started. So find your Rachel. Find <laughs> your person who can introduce you, who knows you, who cares for you, and who can do it enthusiastically. And so so plan your introduction. Don't just show up and, and be the speaker because you want that energy to start before you even step on stage so if you plan it out then you will have an impactful beginning you will captivate the audience before you even get there because they will think this is someone important coming to the stage i need to pay attention if you enjoy the miss biz podcast but still have questions or need advice we have some exciting news for you join us for miss biz connects Miss Biz Connects is a weekly one-hour Zoom call on Fridays at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is one hour each week dedicated to you. We want to meet you and put our brains together to help you grow personally, professionally, and spiritually. To access the meeting link, visit us on our social media pages at Miss Biz Podcast or send us an email to MissBizPod at gmail.com. Join us this Friday and let's grow the Miss Biz Nation. So next step is choosing your topic. In choosing a topic, the only thing that truly matters is having something worth saying. Your main goal as a speaker is to take something that truly matters to you and reconstruct it in the minds of your listeners. That something is called an idea, a mental framework that they can hold on to, walk away with, value, and be changed by. In other words, a takeaway. If they have one takeaway from your speech that they remember then that is an a plus speech they will remember you and and that's usually a sign for me as well if i've done a good speech is when people come up to me weeks and months and years later and say this was my takeaway from your speech and because of that i did this or changed that or bought the book you mentioned or whatever it was. They took action in some way because of something that I said. That is how you can know that you're giving an effective speech. So beyond that, you want to pray about what God wants you to share and what the people need to hear. And anytime I give a speech, this is where I start. I, I just sit and pray and say, God, what is the message? that these people need to hear and that you want me to share. And and I just take time and do that. And as I'm in that time of, of prayer, eventually ideas start coming to me and I get that central topic. You really want to just have one key point that is the takeaway that you're trying to drive home. So it's almost like you're writing writing something backwards where you come up with your main topic and then you develop it from there yeah absolutely you you got to have your topic first 
And so ask yourself the simple question, do I have ideas that deserve a wider audience? If you can't answer this question confidently, then you need to get to work and come up with something that is worth sharing. Beyond praying, you also can look for ideas through reading or reading books or listening to audiobooks or listening to other speakers or podcasts to get new ideas. Another thing that you can do is reflect on your work over the past four to five years. What really stands out? What are two or three things that you've done that you are most proud of? I'm gonna share the anatomy of a five minute speech that I gave at a conference recently to give you a tangible example of these tips in action. So as to choosing my topic, I knew that at this conference I was gonna be debuting my law firm's music video called All About That Case. Which if you haven't checked it out, you better look it up on YouTube because it is, it is amazing. It was really fun, and it's a parody of the Megan Trainor song, All About That Bass, and we changed it to All About That Case, and Rachel and I are singing and dancing, and it's a lot of fun. So yes, please, if you haven't seen it, check it out. But we were debuting the video at this conference, and it was a, a, a conference for chiropractors. So hundreds of chiropractors would be in the room. So I needed a topic that was going to be relevant to the video. So um, I chose the topic of taking risks in business because I thought it was something that would apply to the video, which was not something you traditionally would see from a law firm, and also would apply to chiropractors who are business owners themselves and who could relate to taking risks sometimes to try to grow your business. So you, I came up with that topic, and then next is your hook. You wanna tell us a little about the hook? Yeah, so your hook is, is what you have to start off with. You have to jump out the gate with it. And don't thank your guest for being there. Don't say, my name is, don't say, today we're gonna talk about X. Brooke's hook was raise your hand if that was the stupidest video you've ever seen. And of course, some people raised their hands. So then Brooke said, excuse me while I go cry. Um, and will you tell them, tell us a little bit about why you use that hook? Yeah. So in using this hook, I got their attention right at the beginning because I was asking them to participate. I was asking them a question. I said, raise your hand if that was the stupidest video you've ever seen. So because they're having to respond, they are engaged, they're paying attention. The second thing that this hook was designed to do is to bring some humor. Um, especially when I said, excuse me when I go cry, that got some laughs. And incorporating humor into your your speech is a way to present yourself in a likable way. If you aren't a funny person naturally, some things that you could do to bring humor into a speech are either one, make fun of yourself. That always works for me. Just crack a joke about yourself. People laugh at that. And second, which is pretty easy, is you can incorporate some photos or some memes that go along with your subject matter that is a pretty easy way to incorporate some humor into 
your speech. Humor is also a really good way to cover up any type of mistakes that you make. So for example, Brooke had me on stage one time and I did not know that I was going to be reading things across the room. And the font was like this light yellow color and the contrast wasn't very good. Well, I have a astigmatism that I still haven't gone to the doctor for. Um, and I, I need to go see an eye doctor. And I was reading these questions and some of the fonts I could see and then others I just could not see at all. And it, there was a room full of people and I just started making fun of myself. I was like, is there an eye doctor in the house? Like, and then, you know, while I was trying to figure out how to solve that problem, I was just trying to make them laugh because I didn't want to just stand there and not know what to say. Um, and so that was the perfect way for her to handle that, honestly. Also, too, it if people recognize that you're having a struggle of some sort which she was wasn't able to see the screen then <laughs> they're they're naturally rooting for you because they know that you're kind of uncomfortable or if you're nervous too and people can can feel that they they want you to succeed and they have a great amount of grace for you when you're in a position like that and the final thing that this hook did for me is that it allowed me to make myself vulnerable by inviting them to criticize me from the very beginning. It was showing a sense of vulnerability. And if you let go of your ego, it comes across in your favor, just in the same way as if you're nervous, people will let their guard down and start internally rooting for you because you are viewed as a vulnerable, genuine person. Is your Facebook feed drier than leftover turkey? Well, if so, you're in luck. We've got a cornucopia of likes, shares, and comments waiting for you. Join us for Socially Stoked Facebook edition on November 10th at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. During this one-hour Zoom meetup, attendees will receive 40 page follows as well as shares, likes, and comments for one Facebook post that you select. We only have space for 40 attendees. Reserve your spot on the Eventbrite link you can find in the Miss Biz show notes or on social media. Don't be a turkey. Sign up today.